0: So tonight we begin Malach Perik Perek Tazayin. The show. was started as Aschos Lelnish Masir Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda. Should also be Aschos Lelnish Masir Bechiel Machbenoshem. Moish Ben Daniel Chaim Ben Shem Shen Aryeh Yonas Tziru as well as Aschos for Fushleim Afachay Moish Shor Bemalka Chaim Doib Bemina Rachel and Chana Bas Shendel Rachel. So we begin tonight, Perik Tazayin. We saw that following Yeravam and his son Nadav's failure of Amalchus. Basha takes over, but Basha is no better. Now Basha was supposed to wipe out the family of Yeravam, as the Navi had foretold. However, because he was no better than the people that came before him and he was a reflection and a mirror image of what Yeravam and Nadav did, so therefore the very same curse that Hashem decreed on Yeravam and Yeravam's family would also come true on Basha's family. And not only that, but Basha, as we said last time, would be punished for having killed Yeruvim's family, even though he was being Mekayim, the word of the nevuah. The Mepharshim explain that Basha's mission was to wipe out Yeruvim's evil, Yeruvim's rishos from the land. But he didn't do so because he followed. It wasn't about annihilating or just annihilating Yeruvim's family. It was also eradicating the rishos, the ra, the chatoyim that Yeruvim had perpetrated. But since Basha continued and expanded upon it, so Basha was condemned to the same fate. The Rabbach says that Basha was punished because he shouldn't have killed Nadav, we'll see, uh, when Nudav is in the middle of battle against the Plishtim. Also, Basha's motive was not, as we said last time, to carry out the Ratzon Hashem to follow the Navi, but rather it was a selfish reason he wanted to rid any competition to the throne. So he's no different than a regular criminal, a regular murderer, who assassinates a king in order to take the malchus and therefore, he deserves to be held accountable. And this is in line with the Ramban who says in Sefer Baratius and Perak Tezvav that if someone intends to carry out the Ratzon Hashem, and that is set over by a Navi. He's not punished, but if, in other words, if his reasoning for acting is to fulfill and be mekayim, the word of the Navi, then he's not punished. But if he has his own ulterior motive, then Enachanami is going to be punished, even though the Navi said that this was going to happen. So with that in mind, let's see Pusuk. So Hashem comes to Yehu, who was a Navi, the son of Hanani, concerning Basha saying, pasuk beys, Yana Sherhari min Minho Afar, Inasmuch as I elevated you from dirt, and I made you the ruler over my people, and yet you still followed in the path of Yeravim, and you caused my people to sin, to anger me with their Averas, Therefore, I will destructively chase after Basha and after his household. And not only that, but I'm going to make your house. Just like the house of Yeravam ben Nevat, which was Pasuk Dalit leBasha boYir Anyone from Basha's family who dies in the city, the dogs will eat the loy basada And whoever dies in the field, for the birds in heaven will eat. Basically, no one is going to get a proper burial. This is a re- repetition of the same curse that was given to the family of Yeravim. They too would be annihilated they would be utterly destroyed and they would not merit proper burials. There is a machoikis amongst the Mepharshim who this Navua was intended for. The Barbanel says very simple, just... Look at the Pashup shot in the Pasuk, as you see from Pasuk Bays, that it was concerning Basha that the word of Hashem came to Yehu to go and deliver this message to Basha. However, the Malbim says that this actually was a private nevuah to Yehu, which he was not commanded to tell over to Basha. So if so, what's the purpose of giving such a private nevuah? The answer is... That Hashem does not do anything unless he reveals his secret to his Avadim, like we find by Avram Avinu, Hashem is going to wipe out Sadaim. It's not going to change based on the fact that Avram is going to Davin But nevertheless, Hashem tells Avram what his plans are. And that is in line with this. Hashem tells the Navi, this is the evil that I'm going to bring upon Basha as as um a punishment for his Averis. In Pasuk Beis, Hashem says, Yana Shahari Mai Minha and as much as I elevated you from dirt. Now, Basha's sins were serious in and of themselves, but there's a added level here that he's more guilty than someone else because Hashem had made him the Melech because Yeravim had fallen so low. So Basha should have shown his gratitude to Hashem by obeying the Ratzon Hashem even more he only rose to power because of Yeravam's evil, because of Yeravam's riches. So Basha should have been that much more careful to make sure that he doesn't repeat the same sins that caused Yeravam to lose his malchus. So Yeravam was the first one, but there was no example that he was following that he could learn from. Basha had the example of Yeravam to learn from, and he still didn't learn from him. So therefore, Basha is held even more accountable. Basha, you saw what just happened to Yeravam. You saw the mistakes he made and the punishment that came on him, and you still acted out and you did the same exact things he did. So you deserve to be punished that much more. He ends up getting the same exact punishment that Yeravam gets and the Radak and the Abarbanel add that just like Yeravam's son ruled for two years after him and then was assassinated by the sword, so too Basha's son Elah also ruled for two years and then was assassinated. There is an interesting um, Lashen here in the Pasuk where Hashem says to Basha, that you caused my people Yisrael to sin. Here a lushan of Ami, that even though Klai Yisrael here is engaging in some of the worst Averis and starting down a path that ultimately is going to lead to churban, but nevertheless, we are still Ami. We are still... God's nation, and the Da'asifim says on this, that even when leaders of Klai Yisrael commit such sins, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's love remains unchanged, as does Klai Yisrael's love of Hashem. We are always Hashem's people, no matter how much we go off the derech. And that's something that we have to keep in mind, that we are very holy people, and even if we sinned, as we come now to Yom Neira before Yom Kippur, but we are still Anu Amecha. That we are still Hashem's people and we still have a connection with our Kaddish Baruch Hu, and therefore we have to pick ourselves up and try to do better. We do see a change in the Lashon from Pasuk Beis to Pasuk Himmel. Pasuk Beis, the Lashon is directed towards Basha directly. Yanasha harim Sikha, I elevated you Va et necha and I gave you. It's directed towards Basha. Yet in Pasuk Gimel, Basha now is described in third person. His house, referring to him in the third person. So the Be'er Moshe explains, and this is according to those that hold that the Nivua was said directly to Basha. It wasn't a private Nivua. That in Pasuk Beis, when he's giving Musar to Basha and he's trying to convince Basha to do tshuva, he speaks directly, privately, in a loving manner. To criticize in a harsh manner carries the danger that the person is going to respond angrily as well, and, he, and the desired effect is not going to happen. But then, after Pasuk Beis, when Yehu saw that the king was not responsive to his Nebuah, and he had to pronounce the curse, so this he did without a direct attack, he said it more as without any personal um, anger against Basha, without directing it against Basha, speaking in the third person, as if to say, unfortunately, this is what's going to happen. It's nothing personal. And I am not doing this to anger or provoke you.